Do you find yourself stressed when you think of your next provider visit? Will you have time to ask the questions on your mind? What if you don't understand the responses? Should you ask for clarification? Your provider sees you for that 20 to 30 minute visit, and yet you live with yourself every day, 24 hours, seven days a week, and no one knows you better than you. Don't let a rushed visit or intimidation set in. Take control of your visit and work in partnership with your provider. It takes both of you to accomplish your health goals and to live your best life. Are you tired of the high cost of healthcare? Are you overwhelmed trying to navigate a complicated healthcare system? Welcome to Get Savvy, demystifying healthcare weekly podcast where we take complicated healthcare topics and make them simple. Imagine if you could stop feeling paralyzed with fear and frustration and instead be empowered to make smart healthcare decisions for you and your family. Get Savvy with your host, Sandy Kibling, a healthcare professional changing how healthcare knowledge is shared. Hello and welcome to episode 16, Shared Decision Making, the Provider and Patient Relationship. Here's what I know is true. Our healthcare system needs an overhaul, and that may not happen soon. In the meantime, there are things you can do to manage your health and navigate the system so you can live your best healthy life. One of the ways starts with the relationship you have with your providers. Let's talk about ways you can take control of this and make it the best experience and meet your needs. Today, we will discuss, one, finding the right provider for you, two, preparing for your visit, key tips to make sure your questions and concerns are addressed. Three, during the visit and post-visit, key tips for following up and tracking. Let's get into this. Finding the right provider for you. One of the essential needs is to make sure you like your provider. Now, you may be thinking, I just want to make sure they're qualified. Well, that goes without saying. The reason I say like is you're building a relationship with your provider and forming a partnership in health whether you prefer male or female, someone you can relate to who listens to you, maybe even has a sense of humor that gets you through the visit, someone who is patient and answers your questions and explains things in a way you can understand. So how do you find this provider? One of the recommendations is ZocDoc. ZocDoc is a free resource where you can find a provider. ZocDoc has search options where you can search by location, specialty, or condition. You can view stars on overall rating, wait time, and bits bedside manner. This is actually one of my favorite features. I figure if people take the time to write a review, then they are typically passionate about sharing good or bad. Now, I fully acknowledge that this is based on one person's opinion, but it does provide some enlightenment. Also, I find that sometimes they share key tips that resonate with me, like he talks slowly or she explains things in a way I can understand. You can even book your appointment online if preferred in ZocDoc. I also know that it shows times out to, to a visit, and opt, meaning if it's their week out or month out, so you can view that. And it also shows options for in-person or telehealth. If you have an existing primary care physician or a PCP and need to see a specialist, ask your PCP for recommendations. If you have an established relationship with your PCP, he or she knows you and may have recommendations for a provider that meets your needs. 
You can chat with friends about recommendations they may have. They know you very well and are likely to provide candid feedback and um, key information to get you to that right provider that can help you. You can also call your insurance company, Medicare or Medicaid, to confirm options for a provider. You can also go directly to the website and use the Find a Provider option, and usually you can also read reviews and other key facts about the provider. Now, just as a side note, when we say provider, your provider could be a physician assistant or a nurse practitioner, a clinical nurse specialist, a doctor of medicine, MD, or a doctor of osteopathy, osteopathy DO, just to name a few. So when choosing a provider, here are some things to consider. When looking for primary care doctors, one example for yourself or a loved one, it's important to choose someone you can trust. A primary care doctor can help you stay healthy by recommending those preventative services like screening tests and vaccines and annual exams. Typically, they are that first person of contact when you are feeling ill. They can treat many health problems, including physical and mental health issues. They can also refer you to a specialist when you need more help with a specific health issue. When you and your doctor work together as a team, you get better health care. So you want to look for a doctor who treats you with respect, listens to your opinions and concerns, encourages you to ask questions, explains things in a way you understand. I would also add one that also holds you accountable. Let's say that you're talking about a diet or losing those 10 pounds. It's always good to have a provider who's going to hold you accountable and provide direction to help you achieve your goal. Now, once you find a provider, there are a few other factors you should consider. Questions about the provider. Is the provider taking new patients? Is the provider part of a group practice? If so, who are the other providers that might provide care for you? Who will see you if your provider isn't available? Which hospital does the provider use? This is especially important as you may have a plan that you purchased off the exchange, also called a narrow network, that may limit the facil facilities you are allowed to go to. And as always, staying in network is cheaper than going out of network. Does the provider have experience treating your medical conditions? Does the provider have special training or certifications? Questions you wanna ask about the office. Are there evening or weekend appointments available? What about virtual appointments over the phone or telehealth over your computer? What is the cancellation policy? How long will it take to get an appointment? Can you get lab work and x-rays done in the office? Is there a doctor or nurse who speaks your preferred language? These are all key things to factor in making sure you get to that visit and can balance this with your work schedule, childcare, and overall preference for your provider. Now, once you find that provider, how do you prepare for your visit? Key tips to make sure your questions and concerns are addressed. Going to the doctor's office may not be at the top of your list when it comes to things to do, and you may feel anxious. In some cases, maybe even overwhelmed when you walk in and get through all the paperwork, and then you're taken to the exam room, and one person takes your vitals, another takes you down the hallway for lab work, and when you get back to the exam room, you finally see the doctor who may be running behind and rushing through your appointment. How can you make sure you get your questions answered and take control of your visit for the best outcome? So here are some tips as you prepare for this visit. Make a list of questions you'd like to ask. 
Write your questions down. Make sure that in a flurry of activity, you don't forget to ask your questions. These types of questions could be, what age should I get a bone density screening? Or why did they change the recommended age for a colonoscopy from 50 to 45? Whatever your questions may be, you may want to make sure you get them answered. If you're using your phone to jot down these questions, I find that Evernote is a great app to take notes and it does have a free option and syncs with multiple devices, especially if you want to track data on another device like your home computer or tablet. Finally, as simple as it sounds, whether you handwrite your questions or using your phone or tablet, check off that question only when you feel like you have asked any clarifying questions and are clear on the answer from your provider. Sometimes in a rush scenario, we feel inclined to go to the next question versus asking any clarifying questions we may need. This is just a mental note to make sure you get the answers you need. If you feel anxious or worried, you can make arrangements for a significant other or friend to accompany you to your appointment. They can take notes for you and help you with getting your questions addressed. And maybe they think of things that you didn't that may be helpful. Now, during the visit and post-visit, key tips for follow-up and tracking. Now that you've made your list or have someone accompanying you, hopefully you feel more at ease and uh, prepared for your visit. During your visit, don't be intimidated and take control. This is your allocated time in your health. Refer to your list you created with questions and or symptoms you'd like to address. You can also bring in any medications that you have questions about. If your provider walks in and you feel rushed, take control and set the tone. It can be as simple as letting your provider know that following the exam, you have three questions you'd like to discuss. This lets your provider know that he or she needs to address those questions versus rushing off to the next patient. Record the visit on your phone or other recording device. Now, you may be asking if this is legal. Yes, it is. It is your personal health information or PHI. It is not required, but as a courtesy, I always recommend that you let your provider know that you will be recording the visit. As of this recording for this podcast, only California and Florida require that all parties be advised that the visit is being recorded. A recording is good to have as there's only so much any of us can comprehend in one sitting. It is good to play it back to make sure you don't miss anything and to share with your significant other or whomever is helping you with your healthcare needs. Post-visit. There are two things you should keep in mind after your doctor's visit. Follow-up prescription medications, any lab work that you need to get done, seeing a specialist, etc. Make sure using your patient portal to do some of these tasks can make it super easy for you. And you could also use that portal to track medications, review any comments from your provider on lab work or medication. A provider will typically put in notes from the visit. If you have additional questions, you can email your provider through the patient portal. Follow through. Sometimes you need to return in a week to a few weeks to make sure treatments are working and to evaluate your condition status. You may also need to schedule an appointment with a specialist. You can view any referral information in the portal and get information for who to reach out to. Another option I would add that may be used for either pre or post visit is mobile apps. There are many mobile apps that can assist you. There are apps that can help you manage your blood pressure, diabetes, asthma, or COPD. You can digitally document your data 
and provide a report that you can discuss with your provider to monitor chronic conditions and take a proactive approach. Example, let's say you recently went on blood pressure medication and you have been tracking your blood pressure stats via an app. You can save the data in a PDF format and bring it to your provider visit, or you can share with your provider on your phone the graphs of your two-week tracking. This information can prove invaluable, especially if your prescription medication is not working as effectively and needs to be adjusted. In some cases with iCloud, you can choose who to share your data with, including your provider, so they can view your data ahead of time. There are many technical factors that come into play, but with COVID, many options have become available, allowing sharing with your physician a bit easier. Now, this, of course, also depends upon their IT infrastructure and what they will allow to be shared. But as one example for Apple Health, you can, one, open your iPhone and open the Health app. Two, you can tap the Sharing tab, then tap Share with your doctor. Three, you can follow the on-screen prompts to select which topics to share with your doctor. And four, just tap Share. I covered the mobile apps in Episode 15, Top Healthcare Apps for 2023, Better Managing Your Healthcare Needs. I will make sure there's a link to it in the show notes. So once the appointment is complete, I think it is important to think about the visit and ask yourself if this was the right provider in the right office for you. Were your healthcare needs addressed? A couple things to keep in mind. Did the provider and office staff, did they make you feel comfortable during your appointment? Did they explain things in a way that was easy to understand? Did they listen carefully to you? Did they show respect for what you had to say? Did they know about the important information about your medical history? Did they spend enough time with you? And did they give you the chance to ask questions? I think these things are important because, again, if you're going to have follow-up visits, you want to make sure that you're comfortable in going back to the office, you enjoy the time with your provider, and they're helping you achieve your goals. As I said in the very beginning, this is a shared relationship, and, and making sure that you have that that relationship will help you achieve your healthcare goals. One other point I would add is I always recommend completing those surveys that the office provides is change can only happen if someone knows something is wrong. So help the offices and providers out by providing that good or constructive feedback. I hope this episode has provided you with some key tips that helps you take control of your healthcare journey and gives you more confidence in working through working with your provider and managing your care. As always, as a reminder, there's a transcript if you prefer a printed version of this and make sure and check out the resources. In our next episode, we will discuss surgeries like a total knee replacement and the key things you need to consider and questions you need to ask. Until next time, get savvy. 